0: My ma gave me a nickel to buy a pickle. I didn't buy no pickle. I bought some chewing gum. This podcast is about selling online. Now, I have a lot of interests, and I accumulate a lot of stuff. So I decided to start selling online. I started first with eBay, Doesn't Everyone?, and I got together a collection of all kinds of things. I, I sold uh, sewing patterns and books and magazines and gollywogs and, and what have you. And I did fairly well with it, particularly with the books. But then I got more professional and I moved to an operation called AB Books, ABEbooks.com. And they have a wonderful um, downloadable cataloging thing where you put in the ISBN number that's important for selling books and all the other details and, and then you, you can list it and if people are interested they, and they look for it, they can do a search, then they'll buy your book. Now at one phase in my existence, I I was accumulating occult books and I had a lot of them. Also in Rosedale, which is a high income neighborhood, someone put out boxes and boxes of books at the curb. One of my relatives spotted them for me and hauled them over and I cataloged them all should emphasize in selling that the most important thing is honesty. You have to be scrupulously exact in describing what you are selling. Then my my sister reads mysteries so I had quite a mystery collection and I was selling off my collection because my shelves are groaning with books, books that I no longer need. So I started selling them and I met a lot of interesting people. These were simple transactions. You have it, I want it, I mail it, I got a a weighing machine so I wouldn't have to go to the post office and I could just set it on my little portable scale. Uh, I got a, a postage meter which was a bit of overkill but I also sell CDs online So that was important as well, for that. And I did, oh, over the course of about a year, between eBay and AB Books, maybe about $2,000 worth of business. But the amount of work that went into Setting up listings, not so much on AB Books, but on eBay, because you need a picture, and you need a description, and you have to categorize it, and state the time of the auction, and decide a a price that will attract buyers, because they're all bargain hunters there, even the collectors, not too high, not too low, and and wait and see if the fish will nibble and at first I was looking all the time to see who was looking at my auctions and I learned that don't put a counter on your page because it makes your page take longer to load and and people's attention span is remarkably short so the less load time the better You don't really need to know who's looking. All you need to know is who's buying. And eBay has good software, too, that allows you to keep track of your listings if you've got a lot of them. I had a lot of cloth doll patterns uh, that I was no longer using, and name designers went very well there. As I say, the occult books went well. There was one... uh, special reproduction item from of proleana that uh, went to a fella in florida i think he ran a bookstore i'm not sure and they were having a weather disaster there Uh, this was before the the new orleans disaster and everything was flooded and discombobulated and so forth and so on and I had forgotten I was just about to cancel the auction because it was taking too long to pay when this desperate note came from some his friend's computer in another state saying, hold on, as soon as the water goes down, he's going to pay you. <laughs> and he did, and he did. <laughs> So if I was going to give tips for selling online, it would be have a very clear picture or, or more of them if you're sell, than one of them if you're selling on eBay. Work on your description and your keywords. Your title is really important because it's a grabber. Sometimes that's all they really see. Research the pricing. So that your pricing is not too low and not too high and if someone else is selling the same thing in the same frame of time, maybe you might want to hold off or if you want to compete, you could price it a bit lower or whatever. I learned in books too that the most obscure things like um, mountain climbing in Peru will have a a, a target audience, a niche audience, or something about some obscure automobile, a little pamphlet that was published uh, by by a company with cartoons years ago. And they want it because they're collecting it. And that went to someone in New Zealand. That's the other thing. You're selling globally. Uh, I sold a fair amount to the Far East to Australia and New Zealand, primarily into the United States, also into Canada where I live, and to Britain, and in one instance to France and, and um, parts of Scandinavia and Holland and so forth and so on. It's quite exciting when you, you send your parcel off into the ether and postal services are quite wonderful. The stuff gets delivered and there you go so that's my story about selling online basically anybody can do it if you have the patience to just list stuff properly in in the database or in eBay in their special fashion uh, you'll sell some stuff you'll do a lot of work for it I would consider it more a hobby the ones that do well on eBay I'm not in that category, but it was fun while it lasted, but I'm burned out now, and I ain't gonna do it no more. I've got over 400 positive response uh, pluses and no negatives on my eBay record, and I'm proud of that, but like I say, game over, although I still buy on eBay. My goodness, there's stuff you can get there you can't get any places else. This is Sonia Brock, podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I can be reached on the web at soniabrock.com. That's S-O-N-I-A-B-R-O-C-K dot com.